The beautiful sight of colored leaves floating to the ground. Groves of trees turn red, yellow, and orange. Autumn is truly a wonderful season. But what causes such beauty in certain leaves during this time? Stay tuned. Green coloring disappears, and the yellow, the orange color, become visible and give the leaves their fall splendor. This is Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a Creation Radio Journal. I'm Chris O'Brien with the Institute for Creation Research. The season we call fall has beauty to offer no matter where you live. Cooler temperatures, smoking chimneys, and the crunching of leaves beneath our feet seem to give many of us a feeling of joy and contentment. But without a doubt, the most awe-inspiring thing about fall is the vibrant colors of plants and tree leaves. Have you ever wondered what causes this phenomenon and why it's the northern and eastern states that enjoy it the most? Why don't you grab some apple cider and join us for the next 15 minutes as we learn about changing autumn leaves and God's marvelous hand of creation. Johnny Walker is a consulting forester in the Appalachian Mountains of Virginia. He believes God's unique deciduous trees have many things to offer. A favorite of mine is my father's annual fall foliage display which can only occur where there are deciduous trees, and these are the trees which lose their leaves in the fall. And in the eastern broadleaf forest country, it's so easy for all of us to take this wonderful event for granted, not realizing that much of the people of the world will never get to see such displays. Has man always had the opportunity to enjoy the colors of fall? Dr. Karen Jensen is a botany biologist at Weimar College in Northern California. God has designed trees to respond differently to the stresses of our world. I don't know what they were like at the very first creation. Probably it's possible that there were none that were deciduous at first. Deciduousness occurs mostly in areas where there are seasons with insufficient rainfall and insufficient sunshine or very great cold or very great drought and heat. So it may be a secondary response to the conditions of the world since the fall. So the type of climate is one of the reasons certain areas of the country have fascinating fall seasons. The colors are brought out by the timing of frost and other conditions which will basically kill the leaf at a point when it has a certain color predominant or it'll bring out that color. So that's why sometimes you see yellow, sometimes you see red. Johnny Walker. Now, as our father works in his many ways in such a subtle way, in the fall, because of the changes in the length of daylight and the altered sun position, uh, the temperature is beginning to drop and there's a change and most falls, there's a drying out, and so you have a fall drying condition. But what actually causes the beautiful colors we see on the autumn leaves? Dr. Tim Einstein, professor of chemistry at Northwest Nazarene University in Idaho, says it's because of the three classes of pigments found in many different leaf types. The chlorophylls are giant molecule that actually absorbs red and blue light, and so it's reflected out of the leaf as a green color to us. Uh, they also contain carotenes, and um, specifically carotene will absorb the blue-green and the blue uh, frequencies of light, and so they'll reflect as like a yellow-orange. And then finally, the anthocyanins are a class of molecule that will actually absorb blue, blue-green, and green energy, 
And so they'll come out as like a red, deep orange, or a purple color, depending on the pH uh, that's found within the cell. Uh, more acidic with the anthocyanins, and you're going to get the bright reds like apple skins. And less acidic, you're going to get the deep purples like grape skins. Dr. Jensen. The green in trees is from the chlorophyll. Actually, chlorophyll absorbs the um, other colors, and you can see the green that's left it's to reflect to you. And the other pigments in there absorb the wavelengths that chlorophyll doesn't. And when the chlorophyll has left the leaf, then you have this beautiful yellows and reds, different in different species, different in different conditions. Chlorophyll also plays an important role in using photosynthesis to provide nourishment for trees. Johnny Walker. Now, to begin with, the leaf is an efficient factory designed by God during the spring and summer. These factories are where most of the foods necessary for the tree's growth are manufactured. And this food-making process, it's called photosynthesis, takes place in the leaf in the numerous cells containing chlorophyll. And it's the chlorophyll which gives the leaf its green color. Well, this extraordinary chemical that God has given the ability to absorb the energy from the sunlight that is used in transforming the carbon dioxide and water to carbohydrates such as sugars and starch, which is used for the tree. And this is why leaves stay green in the summer. Dr. Einstein. Chlorophyll is actually the least stable of all three of these main classes of pigments. And so it requires consistent synthesis throughout the leaf's uh, growth period, and it requires a lot of light and actually requires warmer temperatures. So you're going to get main color during the summer months, the hotter months, the days that have more sunlight, you're going to get the brighter green colors. Then, when summer is ending, something special begins to happen. Now, as you move into the fall and into the autumn, you begin to lose the amount of energy, light, and the amount of warmer temperatures that produce the chlorophyll. So then your carotenes are going to begin to dominate, and those are going to start to turn into your golds and your yellows and, and colors like that. And then uh, it's a little more tricky with the anthocyanins, but as the pH begins to change within the sugar content of the cell, you'll get your other array of reds and deep purple colors. Johnny Walker. The leaves slow down or stop their food-making process, and chlorophyll has to be renewed by photosynthesis. If not, it'll be taken in by the tree along with the other photosynthetic sugars. Thus, chlorophyll, or the green coloring, disappears and the yellow to orange colors become visible and give the leaves part of their fall splendor. Well, at the same time, there's other chemical changes taking place which form additional colors, and some mixtures of these give rise to the reddish and purplish fall colors of trees, such as uh, your dogwoods and sumacs, and while others will give the sugar maple its brilliant orange. Of course, the colors of autumn leaves depend upon the type of tree that they come from. Some good examples of the reds are your sugar maple. There's the sumac and, of course, red oak, black oak, dogwood, scarlet oak, and red maple. Now, your yellows may include such trees as your white ash and American elm, your beech, yellow poplar, willow, hickory, box elder, aspen, and many of the birches. Now, sassafras and black oak, they may be more orange than yellow some seasons, while white oak will occasionally uh, have a beautiful shade of purple if frost is late. 
The sweet gums will still flaunt scarlet and purple and gold, and sometimes these three colors are on the same tree even in mid-November. So we know now when leaves change color and the cause of the brilliant color change. But at what point do the leaves finally fall off the trees? God cut no corners when he was creating the miracle of fall coloration. And as the fall colors appear, there's other changes taking place also. At the point where the stem of the leaf is a special layer of uh, cells beginning to develop, and this will gradually uh, sever the tissue that supports the leaf. And at the same time, God allows this tree to seal the cut so that when the leaf is finally blown off by the wind or falls from a tree from its own weight, it leaves a leaf scar. Well, this prevents precious moisture from escaping during the winter dormancy. And see, the thing that, I, that fascinates me is our Father addressed all of the minute details during his third day of creation. God's creation is so detailed that even the dead leaves serve a purpose. Dr. Jensen. The falling of leaves takes a lot of the biomass of the tree down to the soil level, and those insects and worms and other creatures that have developed the ability to do that, they return it to the soil, and it makes the soil layer a very active layer of activity in there, and it returns nutrients to the soil. And the animals find protection, and the ground is shielded not only from the cold of the winter, but also from the runoff. It shields it from erosion. Johnny Walker. It's through God's planning that uh, they will go back to the earth and they will deteriorate and rot and deform uh, the humus layer and the nutrients and the food. And also, once they become humans, they act as a sponge which absorbs the water. And this water and the nutrients is, again, recycled back through the tree, uh, taken in by the roots and taken back up to the new growth of leaves come spring to start food-making process all over again. So it's just too balanced and too perfect. And, of course, this is such a beautiful process. It is truly amazing how autumn leaves are so complex and detailed. Dr. Einstein. It's phenomenally intricate. And again, we see a, a green leaf and then we'd see a, a yellow leaf or an orange leaf or a red leaf. And, and again, just think, oh, it's not really a pretty leaf. But way down inside the cellular level, God has very, very carefully programmed all these little cells and the whole process. It's a fine-tuned cycle because it's completely reversed in the spring when all of a sudden the temperature starts to increase and the, and the light's getting a little bit higher quantity throughout the day. And what this leads to is, is a growth pattern with, found within the cell. The tree basically comes into a life again. I mean, it's not that it's dead during the winter, but it's in a dormant state where it's conserving this energy. So without this very efficient mechanism design, uh, it would be detrimental to the survival of these plants and, and the trees that go through this process. So for that not to have been designed by a creator that could foresee cold nights or cold winters and, and then hot summer days, it's absurd to think that that just happened by chance. The beautiful season of fall certainly gives glory to God and is a testimony of His wonderful handiwork. Dr. Jensen. But even though we live in a fallen world, we know that God is able to turn all things for good and He uses this falling of the leaves in many ways. One is the beauty that we see not only of the colors, but also just of the activity of the falling leaves. It's just wonderful to watch it and think about how 
we become more and more humble as we go down through our life. Johnny Walker. The thing that I have in my spirit when I see these and I realize that there's many people, they may have heard about the seasonal gift of God's Appalachians, and they may have seen pictures of it, but only through the experience of actually seeing the miracle will they gain a greater appreciation of God's words which are spoken in Isaiah, which says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. To me, fall coloration is definitely one of them. It's too perfect. It's, you know, it's, to me, there's no trial and error of evolution that can possibly come up with this miraculous event that happens year after year. We hope you've enjoyed today's broadcast and have found God's creation of autumn leaves and their coloration to be fascinating and inspiring. It's our desire at ICR to show that the Bible can be trusted, both historically and scientifically, and to give facts that will build your faith. As Christians, we need to understand the scientific basis for our beliefs. We pray that this program will aid you in your discovery of science and the Bible. You know, most people aren't aware that today there are thousands of scientists that are convinced of the truth of biblical creation and not evolution. Our non-denominational ministry aims to restore and strengthen the Genesis foundations of the Christian faith. If you've enjoyed today's edition of Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a Creation Radio Journal, why not visit us on the web to find out more about the work of ICR. The address is www.icr.org. Again, www.icr.org. Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a Creation Radio Journal, is a production of ICR. For the Institute for Creation Research, I'm Chris O'Brien. Thanks for tuning in.